Welcome to episode 25 of Trivial Arguments, the podcast that talks sports and anything else that I want. Don't like it? Get your own podcast. Uh, Matt's bad f- back for unlucky number 13. We'll discuss the Bears, Justin Fields' controversial comments, and make long-term predictions based on two weeks of football. As always, we'll do some trivia and we'll probably get into some arguments. Uh, without further ado, Matt, are you ready for some football? Yes. I'm finally ready to be back in podcasting. Look at us. <laughs> Who would have Waited thought? for football season. Uh, it makes sense. You know, I'm still feeling like you canceled the podcast right as the Cubs got bad. Uh, we all see through it. We all see through it. But good to be back. I mean, you're you're not wrong. I can't speculate anymore. But <laughs> there were a lot of down moments in the uh, my Cubs life that I basically hid for a while. <laughs> Didn't want to talk about my feelings on the airwaves. But I did ask, are you ready for some football? Do you know who wasn't ready for football? The Bears on Sunday. How do you feel about the... Uh... So the Bears at one point were winning that game. Was it like 7-3? to three? But I mean... I hammered a live bet on the Bears on the money line as soon as they took that lead. I was like... I had a dollar bet on the Bears. So <laughs> no. And when I say hammered, when I say hammered, I did put fifteen dollars. I think I think I got it at like plus five fifty. It was it was good money. The value was there. Yeah. The way they looked on that opening drive, they were ready for some football. Well, However, I, I put money on the Bears. Like I said, it was only a dollar, but just based on how bad the Packers looked. In the first week, I was like, oh, the Bears can catch him off guard. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is already screaming at his wide receivers. So I was like, if you get him to miss one of his receivers, they drop a ball. He's just going to be pissed off all game. So that was either going to work out in our favor or put him on a tirade that uh, buried us. But Yeah, I think, unfortunately, with Aaron Rodgers, it's more the latter there that when he gets angry, he plays better. Just like tries to throw the football even more perfect, where it just like sticks in the shitty wide receiver's hands. It's more his strategy. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a a frustrating game, and I actually was I actually thought a lot about this, and it was we we all expected the Bears to lose. Like that's it was an expected loss on the schedule but it was the way in which they chose to lose that was what has us upset. And the for the for the for the Bears fans that had got like hope from the monsoon win over the 49ers and a rookie quarterback who's like seriously under underdeveloped. Yeah, if you're if you're like putting stock like oh you're 10 wins playoffs baby after that one you're deranged. But this one it was you didn't we didn't lose the way we're sh- we should be losing in a, in a developmental season like this. Like, obviously, the best way to lose is Justin Fields looks amazing and we just don't have enough talent. It was literally the opposite. The man threw 11 passes, was it? I think he has like 26 through two two games or something. So, I'm pre- Yeah, I think I, I, I was listening to sports radio today and I heard that Cooper Cup has like nine more catches than the Bears do completions. That sounds about right. Would you have felt better 
are different at the very least if that touchdown counted or they still lost, but they. Yeah. So that one, I mean, that was just like the emotional, that was just like, Oh yeah. Keeping it within one score. And if I'm being totally honest, I teased the bears plus 16. So that was a really (laughs) hurtful when they lost by 17. So um, I I had uh, a rooting interest other than the bears in that. Um, But yeah, the, that, that touchdown that I, I still believe was a touchdown. I, the Bears played pretty, pretty piss poor, but I really think that was a pretty poorly officiated game. It really, I'm not normally one to blame the refs, but it kind of felt lopsided. It kind of felt like there was calls going in the Packers' favor almost the whole game. And then that one, I understand it's the like, holding call that both the announcers were like, okay, well, this is like clearly holding. And then they didn't call it and they were just like, well, well. I guess it wasn't holding. And I was like, well, yeah, that, that no, one, was. <laughs> they threw the flag and then they're like, there's no penalty. It's like, uh, at least let us decline it. I don't know. It just, I'm not, I'm not a blame the refs guy because that's like relying on like three or four plays where there's way more than that in a football game. But in this way, it did really, it was, it was kind of like, I don't know. And maybe it was because I think probably is noticeable because we as Bears fans are like used to watching absolute shit offensive football. And everything is like a dog fight to even get a couple of yards. So it's like anything that goes against us, you really, really feel it. Whereas like the Packers have like a first and 28 and they can get a first down you know, like that. Those kind of things, it's just, they kept doing, you know, it's, it was, there was a frustrating way to lose. Yeah. If they would have scored that touchdown, it would have felt, I mean, it's, I don't know. At least we would have had two touchdown drives. We still only threw the ball 11 times. Like yeah. that's the, that's pretty tough. But, yeah, I guess the offensive line can move some people every once in a while, but they can't do it consistently because we had a lot of three and outs there too. So, Do you think it was poor performance or poor scheme? I'm not ready to, like, say Luke Getze has, like, a poor offensive game plan. I mean, what's, like, the – like, do you think that they just didn't trust him? Like I wish it have yeah under 30 passing in two games and I don't know monsoon, but yeah so I I think I think the number looks way more brutal than it would if there wasn't like the monsoon game yeah I mean I'm didn't the the 49ers was I don't know I think it was two years ago they won that playoff game throwing I think they threw the ball 10 times like it's yeah that's not how you want to win that's not a brand of football that we want to play but it's like this could have been a one-off game and it just like maybe he throws the ball 35 times in, in a non-rain game against the 49ers. We don't know that. But yeah, so it's 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 really glaring. But I there is definitely is some like lack of trust for Justin Fields to make the correct play. But I think the bigger thing from what I'm seeing is there's just lack of trust all around. Because it's a it's kind of the thing like we want Justin Fields to play bad, but we know there's the, this team really doesn't have enough talent. So it's like, is it the talent? And like, are the receivers just not getting open? And I don't, I don't think that's it. I, I think there's a, I think it's, we are, our passing offense is just brutal. And I don't think it's all Justin Fields. I think a lot of it is him right now. And it's a little alarming, but like when there's pressure in your face, you know, probably 80% of the dropbacks is what it feels like. Yeah, that other 20% when there's no pressure, it's like you're just waiting for the pressure to happen rather than going through your reads. It's 
I don't. It's kind of. It kind of reminds me of like those really bad Jay Cutler offensive lines when everybody's like, "Why isn't he looking downfield?" Like his eyes immediately go to like, "How can I avoid this pass rush before it goes?" And I feel like Justin Fields is getting there, where it's like he's not going through his progressions the way he should. He's not reading the defense like he should because he's so worried about not taking the sack. And not to say that the offensive line is that that terrible, terrible right now. I think we're really young, which is. That's there's going to be some holes there, but I think the whole offensive pa- passing team. I think running, we feel like we're we can move the ball a little bit, but the whole passing offense. It's hard to say it's scheme because I feel like we haven't seen anything. What are you like? What are your expectations for Justin Fields once they get like I don't know, like more adequated to the playbook, more comfortable, more. Like you thinking like he's going to be as mobile as they want him to be, or I'm thinking super bears, super bowl. <laughs> Justin Fields takes it up. Because everybody, you know, on Monday, I'm realistic. Oh, Are we talking this? Sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, the Jalen Hurts had like two or I think it was two rushing touchdowns in that game on Monday, and everybody was like, "Well, like, why can't Justin Fields like?" be a mobile quarterback and why can't he like if anything Jalen Hurts can do why can't Justin Fields like develop into like that I think the biggest issue is that all their wide receivers are fairly young their line's pretty bad I mean uh, their whole team is fairly young so yeah it's a young roster but that's the so okay so my the expectations for this season for Justin Fields is like there needs to be a point when we actually see you're not going to learn about Justin Fields throwing 11 times a game. There will be a point where the offensive line, and maybe it's when Patrick gets the, the club off of his hand and he moves to center. And then we have the line that we were planning on having. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it's muster for necessarily that's messing it all up, but then we get a cohesive unit with a cut with two veterans, at least on the line. And then we there has to be a point, like I said, of like we have to see who Justin Fields is. You can't protect him because you're scared. This is a this is a new regime who doesn't have as much invested in Justin Fields as the old regime did. And this is the classic Bears move, right? Of you have the old regime draft. The quarterback, it's the same thing that happened with Trubisky. I know was, they kept Ryan Pace still, but it was like, yeah, bring in the new coach who doesn't get to pick his own quarterback, right? It's the same, the exact same thing, just frustrating. But yeah, I think we'll have to see what he is. As far as the mobility and the rushing, I like he that's like a tool in the toolbox. I don't I don't think I want to see Justin Fields turn into a quarterback that rushes for two touchdowns in a game. I think I want to see him throw for two touchdowns and run for ones that I like, you know, like the, the bootleg that he carries in. I mean, he almost had one, right? That was the play that put us on the, the one yard line. That was a, a rollout play and he ran for the pylon and he obviously came up a little bit short, but yeah, like those kind of plays are great. I, I don't think he needs to turn into a mobile quarterback, but if, if the expectation this season is, a development year, which I think it is, 
who cares? Let's, let's, let's make sure he can pass from the pocket. We know he can run. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I think my expectation for the running side of things, I, the success, I want to see him progress as a quarterback more than an athlete. We know he's a good athlete. So yeah, I, I think that's my expectation is like, let's make sure he can throw the ball and read. And there's some like, you know, I don't know if you've seen like going around some of the still shots of the wide open receivers that he wasn't throwing to. I mean, those were, they were there and he only threw 11 times. So that's like not great. But still young. It's still only two games. It's a brand new offense. It's third offense in three years, including the one in Ohio State. So there's some leeway, but I don't know. Do you think being a Bears fan and having Mitch Trubisky for three, four years, do you think that hurts or helps expectations for like what we think Fields can do? Like four years of Trubisky, do you think like everybody was like, Next year's the one, like where they'll put it together, or do you think, like, because we had that frame of mind that it's like, oh, we've seen this shit before, like, let's pull the plug. Like, there was a couple bozos on Twitter that were like, you know, like this is the same shit with Trubisky. Like, I'm done. Like, get an actual quarterback. Blah blah blah. And I was like, two games. I was like, I expected it. I mean, if they would have lost to San Francisco, I mean, it would have been. A nightmare to lose to the Packers and be zero and two, and the whole like Twitter would have set itself on fire. <laughs> but like, do you think having the frame of mind that we had Trubisky, who was in the same boat, I guess, young quarterback? There's a whole new offensive scheme. Like, do you think it's easier to be like, oh, well, we've seen this before, so like we know how to get out of it, or we know where this goes, or? Like, what are your thoughts on going from? Trubisky? Well, I think you're forgetting about the 2018 Pro Bowl quarterback of Mitchell Trubisky. I think that's where we need to start. You're talking about the what is it? N is it NVP Nickelodeon's valuable player. <laughs> yeah, he was the MVP, the MVP Mitch Trubisky. I think that might have been the 2019 season, but yeah, okay. it, I, I think the patience. I mean, I think the people on Twitter. I don't know. There's always those Bears fans that'll be like that. I think being a Bear fan means you've accepted you'll never have a quarterback in your life. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Like I just, I just, we draft Justin Fields. Like, yeah, we'll hope, but like, what the best case scenario is? He like sticks around for like six to eight years and is just like takes us to like two playoff like first round exits. Like that's what that's what it means to be a Bears franchise quarterback. Yeah. So like the people who are like thinking that Mitch Trubisky has anything to do with it, Mitch Trubisky played some winning football for us when we had a great defense. Now, obviously he wasn't the saving quarterback we all wanted him to be, but like, I, I what, what are, what are we expecting? Like what, why do we have this? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's not fair. It's like, we should have an expectation of like, yeah, we, we can get a quarterback, a franchise quarterback. But like for me, honestly, it's, my whole life. Let's play some defense and run the ball, baby. <laughs> Bear down. Yeah. I don't know how much money they'll have set aside for next season, but I'm assuming they're going to want to do whatever they can to get players around him that I'm surprised, first of all, that they don't use their tight ends more. They have like 11 of them on the roster. They should be doing checkdowns every other down. <laughs> they don't have 11 on the roster anymore. And I think, yeah, I think one thing we are learning is that Cole Komet uh, kind of sucks. 
<laughs> he's not who we thought we'd be. <laughs> For real though, like that he I think he has like one target and no catches. Yeah. And like I think Mooney has one catch too. So. Yeah, five yards or four yards, I think he has. Yeah. So yeah, okay. That but what is that a product of? That's a product of us throwing the ball eleven times and a monsoon game. I don't know. It's still so early. I don't want to make these crazy snap decisions because the expectation of this year, we already have one more win than I thought we would. So I don't know. It doesn't really feel like the kind of it doesn't feel like the kind of thing like to be alarmed about right now where it's like, yeah, like it's, it's not Mitch Trubisky 2.0, this offense, like we did have a offensive coordinator willing to run the ball. Like we didn't have that before. So that'll keep us in some mm-hmm. game maybe, but like what, what, I don't know. What's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal for me is not wins and losses this year. I could, I could care less. There's two quarterbacks in the that'll be taken as you know top five picks in next year's draft. And if we have one of those picks, if Justin Fields doesn't show you something, yeah, this new regime is going to take a quarterback as they should. How how important to you is the is the next game with Houston, where Houston's not very good. Let's just say they're not good. <laughs> So Houston's not very good. You know Lovey Smith is there, so you know they're running the Tampa 2 defense, which means there are plenty of opportunities to move the ball in a Tampa 2 defense, as we know as Bears fans for watching the bend-but-don't-break defense that used to be played. So it's going to be, yeah, drop-back zone, and a lot of it's going to be rely on getting – getting to the quarterback with four. That's how the defense that they run. So it is a team that will allow us to open up the offense a little bit because it hasn't been opened up. And, like, Green Bay's defense played real well. Like, that yeah. that's factor in this. They, they really did. They, they played, like, absolute crap against the Vikings in week one. But they they played well. They they were getting constant pressure. They uh, we they we only were able to run the ball for those two drives. I mean that. I I think I have as much concern for our defense right now. So we did not look good against the Packers. We got and, no and offensive and line. Kyler Gordon scares the crap out of me every time. <laughs> I mean, I just was watching him being like, "Dude, you feel lost." Or like a step slow, but he is a rookie, and he's they're asking him to do a lot. I think I saw something that Jalen Johnson has yet to be targeted. They haven't thrown the ball to somebody guard, guarded by Jalen Johnson. Is like, is that a good thing? Is Jalen Johnson playing that well, or is Kyler Gordon playing that bad that everybody's just going after him? I don't know what to think of that. Yeah, and as a Bears fan, losing to the Packers. Um, how did you feel about the uh, Twitter storm when Justin Fields said it hurts more in the locker room than for Bears fans? They aren't putting in any work. So I think I didn't. I also saw he came out with like a clarifying statement. I haven't read that yet, but my yeah. my thought on it when it first was said was like 
Did you know what the original question was, or did you just see like the clip of his response first? Um, no, I, I heard I heard it played. Oh, okay. So I heard the question, and everything. But my initial thought was, "Oh, kid, you don't get what what like professional football is in Chicago. <laughs> like you don't understand what it is." Because that's like, uh, I don't know, where, I don't even, where did Justin Fields even grow up? I can't, Georgia? I know he committed. Where do you go to college? Went to Ohio State. That's what I thought. Like, it, it felt like a place where he, he, like, he, he like grew up somewhere where they didn't have a professional football team that is like, like we do here. Like we're a professional sports city in Chicago. And, you know, like other places of the country, they're like, you know, college football crazy. I, I, it really felt like, dude, you don't know what you're saying to us right now. It's from Georgia. Yeah. So like, yeah, Georgia, it's like Georgia football. That's all there is. No, but they don't care about the Atlanta Falcons down there. Yeah. But that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, it was like, Georgia. <laughs> it's like, it's like you, you don't realize what you're saying right now. But I was like, so I knew it was going to be backlash obviously because what i think everybody who comes into chicago like as like a is like oh yeah like they're this is a blue collar city like work for everything kind of thing and it's like yeah so now we're getting told that we don't work as hard but i also understood what he was trying to say he just said it like an idiot like he was trying to say like it hurts us more than the fans even know like that's what that would have been the way to say it like like the fans need to know that we're taking this just as hard as they are but instead he said we take it harder for the fans because we're working here and they're just watching it's just like his message wasn't that the fans are shit but it was a dumb thing for a young kid to say and i just i really just felt like you have no idea how much people have invested in the bears here yeah. I mean, he clarified and said, um, yeah, it was man after the game. I'd like to address this now to get everything cleared up. There was a thing I said on Sunday after the game where I said the fans don't put in work. First off, I was frustrated after the game. Number one, I didn't want to talk to you guys, meaning the media. Wasn't in the mood to come and talk to you guys, so I shouldn't have I should have done a better job explaining what I meant. What I meant was I'm talking about work regarding the game on Sunday, winning the game. I don't know any fans. I don't know what they're doing in their personal lives. I respect every fan that we have. I'm glad we have the fans that we do. I would never disrespect anybody on what they do or what they love to do. It came off like that. You know, they quoted my quote and they got a big buzz out of it. So they did a good job of riling people up. But he's like, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean that the fans weren't important. I meant we're the ones going out there. Like we're the ones that lost. So like, why wouldn't it be? like more on us than the fans. Yeah. I mean, that's a very also like the PR rep told him to say that. Yeah. It's, it's definitely your classic corporate apology there. Yeah. But I don't like, I, I believe him and he's not like nobody's mistaking Justin Fields for like the super like friendly, likable guy. Like he's, he's kind of, he's like really serious and kind of boring and that's, yeah. 
that is what it is. Like, I don't think he'll ever be this like jovial. It doesn't, he doesn't, at least he doesn't seem like that. Maybe when he's like a 10 year vet and he's been there, done that, he'll learn to have a little fun, but he looks like he takes everything super seriously. I was like shocked when he did like the slide in the end zone on the, <laughs> on the rain. I was like, Oh, he is having fun out there. He just always looks so serious. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I knew I I knew what he was saying, but I knew how bad it was going to come across. I wasn't offended by it. I was yeah. just, a kid, you're young, and hopefully you'll learn like the passion the city has for the team that you play for, and you're going to learn when you're bad that we like are going to hate you, and it's nothing to do with you and everything to do with the job you're doing. So he'll yeah. learn. I think he'll learn. Yeah, I mean, when I heard it, my first like thought was, oh, like this is going to get blown out of proportion. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like listen to it like he was like, obviously, it's more important to us than you guys. You guys don't do anything. So like, why would you even get like a vote? I saw it as him being like, right after the game, they're like, oh, you just lost this game. Like, is it important? Is it more important that, you know, like you guys lost rather than like how this feels towards the fans? I probably would have been like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I was the one out there just got my ass kicked. Like, why would I care what, you know, Matt from Palos Hills is thinking like, oh, like, you know, Bears just lost this game. This obviously hurts me more than the guys that were out there. Like, no, it never occurred to me that he was like, I don't care about what the fans think. Like, we were out there, so it's more important that, you know, it's more hurtful that we lost rather than what you guys did or whatever. Yeah. I think like... He didn't, I mean, he had to apologize in a sense, but just thought it was a very stupid thing to to get upset about when, you know, so you lost, you move on. And it's like, he's like, he flat out said, I didn't want to talk to you guys after the game. So he's like, obviously, I probably shouldn't have said anything, but here we are. And I guess I'll apologize and say that, you know, my bad and move on. Yeah, I hope people don't hold it. It was it was dumb. Yeah. I mean, how are you feeling about like so say they lose to Houston? Like what does that do in your mindset? Like say they lose to Houston and it's also a bad like offensive game for fields. They keep trying to get things together doesn't work maybe they they get the run going but the the passing never works out or short pass so the sa- you're saying this the same game the same game as the packers game right where you expected to essentially lose to the packers but to play houston everybody probably thinks of it as like a get right game like yeah well, the same thing against houston then there's a, a bigger issue in mind so I think that's exactly right. It would be. I think right now. The thought on Justin Fields is. Lots of talent. Still needs to be developed. Has potential to be that franchise quarterback. I I even think it's like more potential than. Mitch in a way it's like. I feel like watching Mitch, it was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of what it'll always be. doesn't really feel that same way with Justin Fields right now. 
but it also is still early. And maybe it didn't feel like that in the second season with Mitch. Maybe I'm, you know, misremembering or, or making it up, but it feels like he has more star potential. But we're seeing some of the same things of like not being able to read a defense and throwing bad interceptions. So if that happens again to a like we lose to the Texans who are just a trash football team. I think that would be a super like red flag. Okay. Now I'm looking at Justin Fields through a different lens of how do we get this guy to figure it out? It's not like, it's not like, Oh, he's like learning and progressing. It's not, it wouldn't be that for me. If, if the same performance happened, it's like, okay, there's something wrong here. What is it? And you got to start dissecting it. Like, is it the offensive line so bad? And he's just like, not like, he can't, he can't play the way he wants to play because he, he can't get the protection. And if it's not that it's like, Oh, are the receivers just not getting open or is it just him? And I think we can make a lot of excuses for him and find it either way. I think right now, offensive football, like I said, is bad. And it would, if it, if that's the case, I would be shocked if, something happened in the Houston game where it was like, Oh, we could be better than this, but Justin Fields is bad. I would be shocked if something happened where that was like my, my like final thought on it. I think it would be more along the lines of Justin Fields is in a shitty offense right now and playing shitty. And that's the reason we lost the game. Yeah. I mean, but how, like, defense has a bounce back game more than anything. Yeah. Well, their next three games, they get uh, Houston Texans and then they get, I think, Washington. Or no, they get the Giants and then then Washington. Yeah, something like that. I think th- those are the next three. Houston Giants, Vikings, Commanders. Oh. So I was, I was missing the Vikings then. Yeah. So this could be like a this could be a little bit of a like yeah if this isn't actually a get right game the Giants look like they're a team on the rise at least offensively and the yeah. Vikings hit or miss as always <laughs> yeah I mean we play the Vikings tough though we always have it's a new Vikings and yeah the Commanders that'll be a, that's the one where one of the ones we wear the orange helmets yeah I think that's a Thursday night game uh yes if I remember correctly yeah. What a waste. Can we talk? Can we sidebar for that? What? The Been to wear the or, orange jersey on, orange on a Thursday or the orange jerseys on Thursday? I know. I just feel like this was like the for like the NFL finally lets a team like have an alternate helmet and it's like a fun thing. I just feel like the, the orange has been done. Like, we, what? let's go. Let's do something else with it. And like, it's just like an it's just an orange helmet with our C logo. Like, why not? Why not put like the bear, this the awesome logo that is nowhere but like on our the t-shirts they sell us. It's like talking the, about like the, the orange football, the blue bear, that one? No, just like the actual the bear's logo. It's not on the uniform. Oh. Yeah, you're talking about just like the the face of the bear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why not? Like, why not do it like I don't know? I was like, I was hoping they do like a white helmet with like that, like a like a all like a white out. Yeah. White white jersey blue with like the white helmet with the bears logo i like that would look sick it's only one game it's true i don't know i i was i was disappointed with that but it's just like classic bears well do you think that they like 
not only pick the wrong jersey, but do you think they picked the wrong day and team to uh, <laughs> to have it on? I mean, I think that's going to be a uh, that that's circled as like dumpster fire game, anyways, right? Um, I mean, there's some doozies for Thursday night. <laughs> I got the uh, the Amazon Prime magnet in the mail of all the Thursday night games. And I, I just like mentally committed to like, okay, you're a skip, you're a check your phone, <laughs> you're a watch. <laughs> I think um, th- Thursday night this week is, is it Steelers Browns, maybe Mitch Trubisky versus whomever the hell is the quarterback of the Browns. And Kobe Brissett. So that's either going to be a barn burner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Thursday night schedule is always 6-3. <laughs> but I kind of respect how they do it. So very seldomly, because everybody gets a Thursday night. The whole league gets a Thursday night. Yeah. So they put shit teams together and good teams together. That's yeah. like going to get some real good games in there. But in order to get those real good games, like, I don't know. You don't want to see like Bills, Texans, right? Like, you don't want to see that on Thursday night. Yeah. And you don't want to see you. So, yeah, put the Bears and the Commanders together. And then I think that they have save the good games. Like, what do we, what do we just have? We just had Dolphins. They have, well, that was the, yeah. the first game was Chargers, Chiefs. Right. That was the first Thursday night game. No. What was the first Thursday? Oh no, that that was the that, that was it was the opening game was uh Rams Bills. Yeah. yeah. And Chargers Chief was last Yeah. I mean my thing is I kind of assumed that they would split with the Vikings, that they would probably split with Detroit because God knows. And I thought Maybe the way the Packers looked in week one, that they might have been able to steal the last one from from the Packers and go one and one with the Packers as well. So I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers, when he plays, pissed off. <laughs> and uh, he's also playing the Bears, so he's already. Yeah. You know that they've him and LaFleur have never lost back-to-back games. Did you know that going into that Bears game? Um, going into the game, no, I heard about it after after the game yeah. about yesterday. <laughs> so the Zach Levine hasn't won four games in a row. <laughs> Did that happen last season? Did they win four games in a row? I don't remember. I know, yeah, him on the Olympic team was the first time in his career he ever did it. Yeah. How much um stock are you putting into? So say the Bears beat Houston, and then they beat who's after that? The Giants. Giants. So now they're what three and one, going into the Vikings next. Yep. I mean, could potentially be four and one going into October or middle October. <laughs> I think that you are just like. It's a pipe dream, and who cares? I like this. I'm not judging the season on wins and losses. I so, think we're. So I'm if, hoping to be a competent game. Is, is trash. 
at which point are you like not necessarily pulling the plug but are you like all right this isn't not trying for zion yeah <laughs> who is it yeah bryce bryce young we could do there's got to be a rhyme for that for bryce bryce young um yeah we could probably think of one probably not on the spot but <laughs> <laughs> You can figure it out. I mean, what are you talking about? People are listening to us for our quick wit. Ah. Um, lice for Bryce, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Bryce. Entice could be something with entice. Um, play nice for Bryce. <laughs> play like dung for young. There you go. Hey, <laughs> and there you go. T-shirts are already being made. <laughs> Fifteen dollars outside of Wrigley Field. Um, I know the NFL changed their header on Twitter to Justin Fields sliding in the rain. So that was nice to see for a week. That's and fine. Then, and then they bailed on us uh, after we lost to the Packers. <laughs> that checks out. Then it was. Um, Aaron Rodgers does drugs and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, we're an afterthought. That's fine. <laughs> How fun. Um, I'm trying to think. I think the Tennessee Titans are 0-2. Um, How much uh, do you think a season can be told in two weeks of football? <laughs> Why did you talk about the Titans? Because that was the only t- team that I could think of that probably shouldn't be 0-2. I mean, in the AFC South, the only win is Jacksonville. <laughs> so. I know the, well, the, everybody had like high hopes for the Raiders. They're 0-2. People yeah. were like Raiders as like sleeper AFC West. Like well, Bears. Raiders are 0-2. Bengals are 0-2. Titans are 0-2. Um, I think those are the only ones. Oh no, At- Atlanta and Carolina are in two, but nobody expected much out of them. So, well, the Bengals. I mean, that's a. I mean, that was they were in the Super Bowl last year. Them be only two. Joe Burrow said he deleted his Twitter and, and Instagram, so he oh. could so he could focus on. <laughs> wait, wait, so, so what you're telling me is bet big on the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Joey beats on them until they get an offensive line who can block. That's what I'm waiting for. Well, whoever they're, they got a new, I don't know if it was a free agent or draft. Um, one of their offensive linemen said like, nobody's going to touch Joe this year or whatever. And they keep showing up on the like cold takes Twitter account. (laughs) I think he's been sacked like a dozen times. Yeah. He's been sacked a lot. Yeah. So I, I guess if you're, that's if like you're a team. To be a I don't know. Athlete again, delete your social media. Maybe that's what's holding me back. I got, I'm, I'm too frequent on Facebook, uh, MySpace every once in a while just to check what song I got playing. Maybe that's what's keeping me back this whole time. Got a lot of Uncle Cracker playing on that MySpace. I can tell it. Um, I think I had a Superman background, and my song was um, "Miss Murder" by AFI. <laughs> Which is a, it does still slap. But I didn't have, I didn't have a MySpace. 
how did you manage to avoid MySpace? Were you just really hitting AOL and sent Messenger hard? <laughs> no, I didn't even do that really. I was, I don't know. I was, uh, Ooh, my crushes online. I was not an online kid. I mean, I had, I had, yeah, I had a screen name MB Soccer 92. I was just about to say, were you mad B ball? <laughs> no, MB Soccer 92. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't and I didn't get a Facebook until like I graduated high school. Didn't get a Facebook until after high school? Yeah. I was I was like not on that in that world for a long time. I'm still I'm still kind of not, but yeah. I was as, on MySpace. As any any oh. of our podcast listeners know <laughs> the controversy between my uh my Twitter handle. And my Instagram handle, I don't know the difference and if one even exists. Uh, that broke. Follows one of them. <laughs> I had a MySpace until my crush at the time, Jamie, was like, yo, you still on MySpace? Everybody's on Facebook. And I was like, oh, damn. I was like, getting rid of MySpace, that's for children. <laughs> I think I was 14. <laughs> I was like, oh, Facebook's where it's at. And uh, yeah, that was that. I do wish I do wish that they had like the, the the friends list though in like real life. That would be fun to everybody have that. Every once in a while, I think about like just writing a list, like as my Facebook status, and be like one, like Matt, or put you as second, and be like Matt, like do better. <laughs> Three, like and list like my top eight friends every Monday. <laughs> I uh, like four interactions this week with James. Do better. <laughs> do you remember when Snapchat had your had the friends list? Yeah, Ooh, that caused me some serious. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like all over the place. I think I have two two best friends on Snapchat. I think one of them might be Sean because that's the only social media he uses. <laughs> that's uh, you have to. You can not everybody can see it though. It used to be where everybody can see it. Yeah. You know who your best friend is. And obviously, if they're your best friend, then they know too. But that was the <laughs> I, remember, I remember I was so wary of it when uh they took it off. You have to send out like nine like Snapchats in a row in order to get people back to the top. Oh yeah. No, trust me, my brothers know the system. <laughs> my issue always was I'd never Snapchatted enough. So, you know, they'd jump right to the top and I would be getting in some serious trouble. I don't like Snapchat. I hope she listens to this, by the way. We all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somehow that also would get me in trouble. <laughs> but you know, happening, but I don't know a damn thing. <laughs> it was a hurricane. I mean, it do be like nothing. It was the, it was always for nothing. It's so it's so so dumb. Okay, let's talk about literally anything else, please. <laughs> you can't get in trouble. I think the statute of limitations is up. <laughs> I I'm still sitting up straight right now. I don't know. Well, a woman will do that to you. <laughs> what are we talking about? Are we talking about future predictions? Is that where we're at? Was that not one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Eagles are two and zero. The Giants are two and zero. Yeah, I mean if we're making predictions just based on 
two weeks of football. Um, the sleeper Raiders would be out. The Super Bowl bound Bengals would be uh, not even close. All right, let me let, let me play a game with you then. I, I'm going to do this. I'm, I, I want you to tell me if they're for real or not for real. Okay. So I'm going to skip Buffalo. We know they're for real, right? Right. Let's just go. We're just going to go with division leaders. Okay. So Miami, 2 and 0. Um, Tua like, throwing in, in, in 700. Of, are they real? Like, will they remain like leading the division or are they? Let's, 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 let's call it. Yeah. Let's call it like a, a playoff team that has the ability to make it to a championship game. Okay. And you're saying like, like even if it's even if it's a long shot, they got a chance. Like because I would say like Cleveland is on top of the AFC North. They don't have a chance. Right. They shoot themselves in the foot every chance they get. <laughs> Arizona is on the is a is technically, you know, tied for the lead in the NFC North. Like, no, they don't have a chance. Yeah. The way they're playing. You know, like there's some like that. But I, I don't know. So what do you think? I think I don't what do you think about Miami? Um, I mean, just based on two weeks of football, I'm saying, uh, yeah, not a pretender. Um, have you seen the video of somebody reverse the video of Tua throwing because he's left-handed and it makes him look like he's like a right-handed quarterback and how he throws like completely across his body and everybody's like, look how like insane it is to be a left-handed quarterback <laughs> and for people to think like, oh, like, isn't that weird? And then you like flip the video and it's like, yeah, look, if he's, if he has to do this from like the left like look how it looks if he was thrown from the right where he completely like torques his entire body like in a different direction i haven't i'm saying, I'm saying miami is for real i think so too I, I at least that could be my madden 11 bias you know those boys in turquoise were yeah that's true i should have i should have saved this one i should have started with this one for you i mean chad the hitman henny's no. still in the I league think I think, yeah, that's true. I think they are, uh, I think they, they like have potential is like, they have to keep improving though. And, and we'll have to see if Tua can do it again. Cause they played kind of like crap in the beginning of that, that game. So then, all right, let's, so then, and we know we said Buffalo is good. Let's just keep going. All right, Philly two and oh. Um, let's see. I don't know. I I always feel like, well, I have poor memories of the Philadelphia Eagles in the same way that you probably do. <laughs> but again, two weeks of football, I'm going to say that the Eagles are for real. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders, but I think they could probably do enough to make some noise. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so too. Okay, all right. This, how about this one? Giants, two and no. zero. <laughs> no, right? So this is, the way, this is the early, early season, two and zero. Are they going to be improved? Absolutely. They, the offense looks like it actually is a competent offense, and they're. I thought be- Daniel Jones was just going to be one of those names that that you heard it was like. Remember when Daniel Jones was the quarterback of the Giants, and it was like, oh yeah. Why don't you get a raw deal? Like, why don't you give a guy a nickname like Danny Dimes though? That that. Danny Dimes sticks around. Daniel Jones 
he's a backup quarterback within three yeah. years. Danny Dimes, that guy sticks around. That's true. Maybe unlocking Fields' potential is we got to give him a cool nickname. Like Field Day or <laughs> Field Trip. I always thought it was like Justin Field was the perfect quarterback for Chicago because no, you can't mess up his name. Like, what, by like a plural? <laughs> yeah, you can't put an S on it. Justin Jules Fields. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, the S is already there. Because like my like my dad always saying, is Chris Sales pitching? <laughs> Chris Sales is not pitching. Yeah. John Jeffries. Nope, Chris Sales, John Jeffrey. <laughs> So they couldn't mess it up, and his name's Justin, which is like a common name. All the all Trebinskys out there, <laughs> yeah, that Mitch Trebinsky guy, yeah, Justin Fields. It sounds like it's already somebody butchering a name in the Chicago accent, but it just happens to be his real name. I thought, see, I thought it was a match made in heaven. I still think that you might be onto something unlocking football players potential you got to give them a nickname not like if you're a football player and your name has a t in it and you're automatically t-bone <laughs> <laughs> i was like danny dimes is good so i mean m- maybe that was like maybe he like went into the off season like f- the football's always going to be you know mediocre we got to come up with something good to get me like to that next level. And then somebody chimed in and said Danny Dimes, and he went, Yes. <laughs> no more calling me Danny J. <laughs> let's be Danny Dimes. <laughs> and let's go from there. I kind of want to just like look up quarterbacks' nicknames right now. Is there like Is there any other like nickname? Like, does Kirk Cousins have like a like the Christian assassin or something like to see him. No, somebody said oh, wow. like a, he has like an unofficial nickname, but it was like how to make Kirk Cousins whiter. <laughs> and it was like I forget what it was, but it wasn't like derogatory or rude or anything. It was just like how do you make Kirk Cousins <laughs> like more mediocre or white or Something. Yeah. This was the nickname? No, I don't remember what it was. But somebody posted a picture like, fuck it, like Darius Slay's got to be down there somewhere. And it's Kirk Cousins from. <laughs> but they used his nickname. But it was Kirkland Signature Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. So on Pro Football Reference, and they do have... They'll have the nickname in parentheses after Joshua Patrick Allen, parentheses, general. Okay. <laughs> like, these are things we need to know. I'm going to, I think I'm solely going to bet this week based on nicknames. nicknames. Lamar Jackson doesn't have one. Lamar Demetrius Jackson. Junior. Junior. 
I think um, Jay Cutler's middle name was Christopher. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> JC Cuddy. <laughs> Ready for Tom Brady? Old man Brady. <laughs> there, there's some I've never heard of on this. Okay. So His TV, husband. <laughs> TV 12. Yeah. Tom Terrific. Okay. Touchdown Tom. I, I've heard Touchdown Tommy. <laughs> Goat. You know that one? Yeah. Here's this one. The Pharaoh. Okay. <laughs> How many times you called Tom Brady the Pharaoh? The comeback kid. I've been calling him Giselle's husband. <laughs> here's my fa- here's my favorite one. Last one on the list. Sir. Like just sir or sir Tom. Just Brady. sir. No, it's just sir. Okay. I wonder which one was said to Tom Brady where Mike Evans was like, I got to fight you now. <laughs> they called him the Pharaoh or something. <laughs> or maybe they called him Giselle's husband. Maybe that's catching on. <laughs> on a same note. Oh, my God. Have you ever, do you ever see what Tua's first name is? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Are, how many more letters? Is two of the letters or the middle? Let me give no his full his full name. We want the letters. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seven, eighteen letters in the first name. Is he of Samoan um like ethnicity? Because I know like he's Hawaiian, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, like most of them have like I don't know if it's a family name or it's something like that where like there's like brothers that are wrestlers like the whole like Samoan family like of what like the rock is from like all of their full names it's like they go by Joe but like the full name was like 19 letters but it was like a family name was like put at the end of Joe no this is the first name the first name because Tungo Vailoa is still the last name yeah which I don't know where the end sound comes from. There's no end in there, but it's Tua Niga Man Olopola. Yeah, so that, that's got to be. You guys heard that? You heard that? No nickname though. As long as we're, as long as we're doing that. Went to St. Louis School for high school in Honolulu, Hawaii. Can you imagine being that Alabama team that had Tua and Jalen Hurts? Pretty good program. Sorry, I'm deep in this nickname. Oh, that's fine. I was just wondering if Tua was like the beginning, middle, or end. <laughs> but it was the beginning. So. Yeah, it's the beginning. Kirkland Signature Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> that one is real good. Somebody posted a picture of Kirk Cousins after the week one. Um, did they win week one? No. Oh, yeah. They played the Packers, right? They played the Packers, yeah. Yeah, where he was wearing, like, a nice button-up, and somebody was like, ooh, I recognize that Cole's cash anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, Kirk got himself some uh, some Cole's cash dollars. <laughs> he cashed yeah, up wild. this press conference. Oh, that's actually really good. <laughs> Well, we actually found our way, or you, I guess, found your way into 
um, connecting our main story to the trivia portion of the uh, of the podcast because I do have a few Bears nicknames as trivia questions. <laughs> so that worked out. Okay. Patrick Mahomes also has a lot of nicknames. Patrick Mahomes. I'm trying to think. Can you name one Patrick Mahomes nickname? Is it something like stupid, like Rocket? <laughs> is there no, show, I mean, Showtime. Isn't, wasn't, it, wasn't it Joe Buck that called him like Showtime Mahomes? Like a yeah. one game. Okay, so the first one on the list is Grim Reaper. Okay. <laughs> Showtime. Magic Man, The Musician, my personal favorite, Fat Rick. Fat Rick, okay. <laughs> I feel like that was like one of his buddies, like, need to put this, we need to get this one on there. Well, it was probably like like when he was in the Super Bowl and they were like, oh, like, wouldn't it be cool if we like interviewed his buddies? Like, look how far Patrick's coming <laughs> come from. He's like, oh, you mean Fat Rick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fat Rick, yeah. That kid used to be so fat. All right, the gunslinger or Mahome boy. Mahome boy, okay. Okay, I'll be done with this rabbit hole. I'll be done with this rabbit hole. I know that there's a lot of uh, fantasy football teams that was like country roads take Mahomes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I will say the Pharaoh is killing me in fantasy. This is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your backup quarterback? I don't have one right now. I was going one quarterback. Uh, so me and Danny are in um, a different league together. Danny's in two football leagues. He's with me in both of them. He has he started Tom Brady last week. He had Lamar Jackson on his bench. <laughs> so, yeah, I would never do that. That's dumb. Tommy's been eating too many uh, seedless strawberries. He looks terrible. <laughs> It's that only fruit diet and sleeping on the couch that uh, that'll ruin your life. I'm trying to think of another. I wish like more football players had just generic words as their nickname. Had nothing to do with their name, just like Rocket. Oh, you mean Rocket? <laughs> like General? Yeah, Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, but I've never heard any of those. I've heard TB12. Um, goat. But yeah, they, like I wish people would start calling like the more obscure one and get those to catch on. And once it catches on, then you immediately drop it and pick someone else. Like let's get Fat Rick going. <laughs> once it's hit the cusp of fandom, and it's like, what the hell are you talking about, Fat Rick? You mean Patrick Mahomes? Like, or you mean you know Showtime Mahomes? It's like what? No, you you said Fat Rick. I was like, no, I don't think I ever called him Fat Rick. He's obviously Showtime. The the guys on PMT. Sorry to plug another podcast on our, but they call Randy Bullock Fat Randy. I really want to see if you the kicker for the or used to be the yeah. kicker for the Bengals. Yeah, I really want to see if it's made as pro football. Oh, it has not, unfortunately. Flooding the airwaves with random names like Kirkland Signature Cousins. That should be one of them. <laughs> Cole's Cash Cousins. <laughs> That'd be good. KC, Kirk Cousins, Cole's Cash <laughs> Cousins. <laughs> it works. 
Okay. Give me this trivia. All right. I'm going to find whoever's got Kirk Cousins in our league and try to convince him to put Colts Cash Cousins <laughs> with a picture of him and his new button up. <laughs> um, let's see. Ten questions. Um, let's see here. It's going to be Bears. Bears uh, trivia. We've got where were the Chicago Bears founded? This is the first question. That is the first question. Decatur. D. Kator. Correct. Um, which Chicago Bear was nicknamed the Refrigerator and shares a name with former president of Eastern <laughs> Illinois? <laughs> William Perry. William the William the Refrigerator Perry. Which Chicago Bear won NFL Rookie of the Year in 2000? A whopping 22 years ago. Erlacher? Uh Bald Erlacher, correct. All right, so I went to Canton um, back in June. Mm-hmm. I can't remember whether they had Brian with hair or without hair in his Hall of Fame thing. But without. It is. It's without, right? Without. He didn't, yeah. He's like reverse Samson. <laughs> he, he like answered that question a bunch. Yeah, without. Who was the quarterback for the 1985 championship team? Jim McMahon. Yes. I was trying to think of the backup. I can do the backup too, but it's not. It's slipping my brain right now. The Super Bowl show. Um, the only team to beat the Bears during the 1985 season was what team? They were 15 and one. The Miami Dolphins. The boys in turquoise. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I'm pretty sure I made that up. So if you hear it, somebody owes me money. All right. I'll get Drew, that. You, you should check Drew Brees' fan page. <laughs> yeah, we actually, I'll do that right now. See if Midnight Breeze is on there. <laughs> Another patented uh, Len catchphrase that somebody probably stole oh. owes me money. Doesn't have a nickname. Drew. His name is just Drew, not Andrew. It's not just not Drew. Like Drewland. Drew Christopher Breeze. DCB. Okay. It's Christopher with a C, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Topher. Drew Topher Breeze. <laughs> Topher B. More good ones. What former bear was nicknamed the Kansas Comet? Dale Sayers. Correct. From 1921 to 1970, where did the bears call home field? Wrigley. National Landmark? Is that what you said? Yeah. Do you think it's cool that the White Sox have only played in a national landmark for their away games? Boom, roasted. Oh, I don't think it's cool. How dare you? Wrigley Field's a national landmark, can't be torn down unless the Rickets get enough money. Why would I? No, no, your question was trash. Why would I think it's cool for us to only play in a national landmark in an away game? That's not cool. Yeah, it's lame. I'm yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> what were the last two seasons the Bears finished better? 
than 500. The last two seasons? Yeah. Um, so nine and seven or higher. Two thousand and nineteen. I'm not going to tell you whether that's right. Eight or and not. we were eight and eight, or were we nine and seven? Oh shoot! I mean, I know 2018 we were. I will tell you, 18 is correct. Yeah, and then I can't remember. Oh shoot! What is the? remember what our record was i mean last year we sucked last year weren't they six seven wins six and eleven last year the first one that is 17 huh last year i think there were six and eleven because there was 17 games if i remember correctly and then the year before that yeah, and then we were, and then it was a, we were we were five hundred. So if it wasn't eighteen, I mean, so it was eighteen. It wouldn't have been seventeen. We were twelve and four and eighteen. And those were the John Fox years. Okay, so we have to go kind of far back. I'm gonna guess. Okay, okay, okay. I can do this. It would have to be the Mark Tressman's first year. Um. <laughs> I think it was a Lovey Smith year. Oh, so is either Mark Trestman's first year or Lovey Smith's last year when we were 10 and 6? I believe so. Oh, shoot. Okay, that would have been... I remember seeing Illini's former coach as our head coach. 2009? Um, Too far. 2012. 2012. Oh, 20... That was Lovey Smith was still the 2010 Bears, wasn't he? I believe so. Those tens were real rough <laughs> for these two years. <laughs> Brutal. That's like yeah, there's like a couple six win, three win, five win teams in there. Well, that's why I took out the the eight and eights. Okay, yeah, okay. I was yeah, I was a couple years off on the Trustman. I'm looking now. Trustman was first year was 13 and he was eight and eight. Yeah, so it had to have been Lovey's last year. Yeah, it was Lovey's last year. Holy yeah. cow. That's like really depressing. Ten years ago. <laughs> Do you have another question? Are we gonna end on that crap question? No, I got I got two more questions. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the greatest Bears quarterback, according to Frat Boys and Barstool Sports, smoking Jay Cutler, played eight seasons for the Monsters of the Midway. Did he finish his career in the Windy City above five hundred? At 500 or below 500? Oh, gosh. And how much of his wife's money did he freeze? <laughs> this is this is a tough question. Okay. So, Jay Cutler got to the Bears in 08? Um... Oh, 06? Was it that early? Oh, wait, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Played eight years. Do you know when he left? Oh, no, no, no. It was my junior year. It was my junior year of high school. I know that. I was at a volleyball game, and we got the news, and everybody went crazy. Junior year of high school? So it was 2004? Oh, what? no. 
No, I'm wrong way, I'm, dude. I went backwards. Yeah. So 2008. Yeah, 2009. Yeah. So eight seasons for the Bears. 500 at 500 or below 500. Okay, okay. Do you want me to give you how many games he played? There were some there were some decent years in there. And even though the bad Jake Cutler years, it was like six wins. It wasn't like three or four. I'm going to say above 500. You're going to say above 500? But the fact that you're including at 500 makes me feel like it is at 500. <laughs> I'm going to say above. I don't know. Let's see. He played. Wait, you don't have the answer right here? No, I, do. I, just, I just I just want to make sure. <laughs> Eight years in Chicago, 102 games. 51 wins, 51 losses. See, I should have went. There's no no sane person includes the tie in the answer unless that's the answer. That's what I should have gone. Correct. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to be obvious. But I was like, maybe because I put it in there, Matt's like, well, that's just insanity. Why would you put it if it isn't it? But you could have put it because it wasn't. Yeah. Last question. Before they lost to Casey's Indianapolis Colts, whom did the Bears beat in the divisional and conference game in 2006? The Saints. Saints were one of them. That was 39 to 14. Oh, divisional and conference. Yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. Um, so they beat the Saints 39 to 14. We had a bye. Was it the Seahawks? Or is it that 2010? 27-24 is your final answer, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Um, it was, in fact, the Seattle Super Seahawks. <laughs> wow, that was you built so much suspense there. I think we everybody was just on the edge of their seat. Thank you for that. <sighs> wow. Unnecessary flag. <laughs> Whatever. I came up with so many cool nicknames this podcast. It's literally insane. I have so many ideas. What's the name of the episode? Is it... Well, I, I already know what it's going to be. <laughs> I thought of it immediately and it do be like that. <laughs> so You thought of the name of the episode. Is it something about Brady being called the Pharaoh? Or is it Nah, it's Kirk Cousins, Cole's Cash. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right as I was saying, I'm not sure what I'm going to name the episode. It immediately like flashed in my head, like it's obviously Cole's Cash Cousins. KCC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, we're it's good to be back at it here. Uh, well, that's all we got for episode 25. Our podcast can now rent a car. Uh, do you know what would be a good thing to listen to? In a in a rental car, on a nice road trip, <laughs> this podcast obviously. <laughs> follow our official Instagram account at Trivial Arguments, and also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's where you can leave us a review like this one from Lizzie in Jefferson Park. She says, "Wait, we're not paying for this crap, are we?" Thank you, Lizzie, for the kind words. <laughs> and yes, yes, we are. <laughs> uh, any last words before we depart? Um, I'm glad to be back. 
The Bears are trash. Uh, thanks for not making me talk about the White Sox after that loss in the 11th inning last night. And, yeah, that's all. Matt's back. Bears, Sox or not. <laughs> My favorite podcast we did is still when we took down Smash Mouth single hand. I mean, haven't been back since. So, I don't know. Are we literally the only podcast that matters? Probably. But, I don't know. We have outro music now. Uh, not Smash Mouth. <laughs> so, any last words uh, before we depart, Matt? Didn't just, we already just do that? We just did that. <laughs> I know. Somebody wants to <laughs> 